There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Some business news that saw the arts and crafts retailer Michaels was just bought for $3.3 billion. Yep, they spent $3.3 billion on the company in 1995 to get the contract framed. If this is the first time you're hearing of this, it's because the news is only reported in the business section of Ants Digest. In just three weeks, people who have certain high-risk medical conditions are eligible to get the vaccine. Current and former smokers are included in that group. Anyone who has smoked at least 100 cigarettes in the past. <laughs> well, that's like, what, everyone? That's... <laughs> That's five packs of cigarettes, 100 My Aunt Chippy smokes that in a day. President Biden said that his goal is that every teacher can receive the first dose of the coronavirus vaccine by the end of March. Said teachers may receive. <laughs> Ten after eight. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This one's for Tim. If the hardest part of the pandemic for you is not being able to regularly get drunk at Chili's, they're bringing the bad decisions home to you because Chili's has started selling gallon bags of their margaritas to go, Tim. <laughs> How about nice. that? Gallon bags. Well, I've seen, uh, I think El Toro does it, and I know uh, the place where uh, near Tori lives, you can get a jug of the, mar- you know, you can take drinks to go now, right? Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. You can get the jug of the margarita mm-hmm. mix. The Mi Cozumel in Tri-County, my boyfriend was too? telling me, he was like, guess what our boss did yesterday? And I was like, what? He's like, he bought the office, like, two giant things of margaritas. <laughs> and evidently, like, theirs comes, like, in a tub or something like that. And there's, like, a fruit thing in the middle of it, like, stuck huh. down in the middle of it. Hmm. I'm like, we need to try that for sure. And why aren't you bringing it home? But it's frozen. So it's like the frozen margarita. I'm down. Yeah, Chili's has started selling gallon bags of their margaritas to go. Um, You can get a bag for $40. And on Chili's birthday, which happens to be a week from Saturday, the price will be $30. 
Uh, also, another random fact, they say their margaritas are hand-shaken exactly 25 times. Oh, they count. That's fun. So I guess shake the bag 25 times before you slap it and chug it. Meanwhile, couples have been sharing beds forever, even if they didn't really show it on TV until the 1960s. But if you put intimacy aside, is that really the best way to sleep? A new survey asked people to name their ideal sleeping situation if cost and space weren't an issue and it, and it wouldn't affect their relationship. 66 people, 66% rather, voted for sharing a bed with their partner. Oh, that's nice. 7% picked separate beds in the same room. And 10% pick separate beds in separate rooms. Oh. Yeah. So 66% of people still voting to share that bed with a partner. What would you guys vote? Chair. Chair. I just can't ever imagine anyone ever sleeping in the same bed with me ever again. (laughs) I have spent so much time alone in that big king bed just doing whatever I wanted to do without... A snoring thing <laughs> happening or... Do you get yeah. right in the middle of it or do you stay on like a I side? I stay on a side. Yeah. Because yeah. I still have to reach, you know, for the phone that's on the... Charger. The end table yeah. and the charger, right. It's taken some getting used to for me, to you know, if I'm being honest, because I I use a lot of pillows. I need a lot of pillows. I got to get the certain position. I like to mm-hmm. sleep on my side and as I move or as I turn those pillows kind of spread out I think I tend to crowd her out and she's not used to she's used to having you know full king size space as well we both did for a long time sure so I I, I don't always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, if she would readily admit that maybe it's taken some getting used to for her, too. Yeah. Like maybe you did it on occasion and certainly when you're on vacation, but not full time. We did. Yeah. And every once in a while, this is the thing you got to check when you're when you're booking an Airbnb or a VRBO. Make sure they got a king size bed in that mother. Because what happens if you land in a queen? Yeah. And a couple of times I didn't look that carefully and we're like, oh, boy, how's that going to (laughs) work? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we're sleeping in different rooms. Honey, it's a queen size bed. We can make this work. Maybe you can make it work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wonder what age it is. Like, what age is it? Because I remember, like, growing up, both sets of my grandparents Slept in different rooms. Like my granny was in one room, my papa was in the other, my grandma was in one, my grandpa was in the other. And it's like, at what age does that happen? Are they like, okay, enough is enough? Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's call it. Like my dad is a crappy <laughs> sleeper, and he was telling us the other morning that most of the time 
he ends up like on the couch or in the recliner or something like that because he likes to sleep more sitting up. So mm-hmm. I'm like, is mom just by herself in the bed now? Like, when does that happen? And do you have a convo about it? Hmm. Like, are your parents still in the same bed? Yeah. Both of them? Jen? Yeah, they, my dad likes to snuggle. Aww. I know it's sweet because I tried to talk them with the house here. They have a big enough bedroom for a king size bed and they've got these two dogs and they got the cat. And I'm like, everyone would be able to sleep comfortably in a king size bed. And my dad was like, nope, too far apart. Kind of sweet, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are the dogs in the bed with them? Um, no, okay. I, they're, they're crated. They're crated overnight, but I don't know how much longer that's going to last. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Meanwhile, when people are in a funk, usually they look to diets and exercise to get them feeling good again. Mm-hmm. But what if you could improve your mood just by spreading a little more joy? According to a new study, putting the well-being of others first without expecting anything in return stimulates the reward center of your brain. Mm-hmm. And this leads to what they call a helper's high. And I'll give you some examples, some some kindness suggestions that can that can trigger that helper's high, okay. which will ultimately help you become happier and healthier yourself. Number one, volunteering. I like you know, volunteering. Yeah, finding a cause that is important to you and giving them your time. Studies show that volunteering has been shown to minimize stress and improve depression. Uh, donating, too. If you have anything left over in your house that, that you aren't using, find a way to donate it to help someone in need. Donating to others has been shown to actually reduce blood pressure and can even improve your heart health. Donating. Uh, giving a genuine compliment to someone you care about. Researchers have found that being kind could boost happiness in as little as three days. Wow. I mean, all of this stuff feels like stuff we were you know, from a spiritual or philosophical perspective. It's like we were born to do this. You know, we were born to be kind and to give and to help. So it makes sense that it would make us feel better and be better for our health. Three days is, like, incredible. Mm -hmm. That's great. And number four, overtip your delivery person. This brave soul is risking COVID just to bring you food, so mm-hmm. it ought to be a no-brainer. But if you need more convincing, I will tell you that a new study found that being generous can actually work as a pain reliever. Mm. Regions of the brain that react to painful stimulation appear to be instantly deactivated simply by the experience of giving. So... If you can, consider over-tipping your delivery person as yeah. one way to do that. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, it's easy stuff to do. And it does feel good. Random acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. Making you healthier. Kids, kids today, they can't even form a sentence correctly. They can. Every kid I meet puts the preposition at the end of the sentence. It drives me nuts. They come up to me, scoop me, where the bathroom at? What? Where the bathroom at? I'm thinking, where's your English teacher at? <laughs> you know where she at? She at the unemployment line. 
trying to figure out where her job went to. <laughs> Maybe we should teach the kids how to pronounce words. Uh, we have multiple pronunciations for every word now. Uh, it's annoying. Is it a rock or a rack? Is it Iran or Iran? Is it Porsche or Porsche? How about that store in the mall for the last 20 years? Aeropostale, Aeropostale, Aeropostale. <laughs> it's so annoying, I can't take it. I was on a date with this girl. She says her name is Andrea. I said, Andrea? She goes, no, it's Andrea. I'm like, that's it, date's over. <laughs> I'm not saying Andrea for the rest of my life. You pretentious idiot. As uh, Lenny Marcus, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, 746. Have you already picked out your go-out-in-public outfit? <laughs> also, yeah, uh, You're looking at it. Yep. <laughs> uh, I've been wearing it. Oh. Do random acts of kindness make you healthier? It is Thursday, the 4th of March of 2021, and we got a stack of news that didn't make the news here that we think probably should have here at Cincinnati's Q102. So let's get started. Before we get to those stories, have you ever been talking with someone at a party or a conference or whatever and thought to yourself, man, this is so boring. How do I end this? How do I get out of here? Well, turns out you're not the only one who's bad at that. According to a new study out of Harvard, we are all really bad at knowing when and how to end a conversation. The researchers found only 2% of conversations end when both people want them to. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, and only 30% of conversations end when one person wants them to. The rest of the time, you both feel like it goes on too long, but no one knows how to shut it down and break it off. the hell out of there. I ran into a situation like that the other day. So we got this new neighbor that moved in, right? Mm -hmm. And I was so embarrassed because this new neighbor, okay, they move into our neighborhood. And what do these people do? They bring a nice little care package to our house. Oh, that's backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Should have been us, right? Right, absolutely. But it wasn't. We no. weren't thinking of you it. You dropped the ball. You we dropped the ball. Yep. And Missed you know, opportunity. Part of it is, is they kind of live on the main street, so they're like, they're yes, they're how many in, houses down? Well, one. Oh, but they're, but, they're, but it's right around, they're the around the corner. Yes, I know. I know where y'all. You are. know the house I'm talking about, and. <laughs> <laughs> so it just it wasn't on our radar it wasn't uh, on our brain and right of course you know they leave this nice little care package and we're like oh that's so great and they leave a card introducing themselves mm -hmm. like that should have been up we should have we should have left something so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna write this wrong okay so she goes out and does the work leaves it for me mm -hmm. she said when you get a second can you bring it over there and if they're not home just leave it on the doorstep so i was like yep sure it's in the middle of the day i'm like they're not going to be home i ring the doorbell <laughs> guess who answers the door there they are hello oh yeah did you yeah. go in the house i did not go in the house but it was fine i was trying to be respectful because we're living in covid time so i got my mask on and right you know i, I rang the doorbell and i'm and i'm holding the tulips and the card i got the card and i step back a few mm -hmm. uh and they could not have been nicer. Uh, the gentleman who owns the house, he answered yeah. the door and he introduced himself and we talked for a little bit. Um, and he wasn't inviting me in and I wasn't expecting him to. But we just sort of had this awkward 
pause, like yeah. this awkward silence, like, all right, well, again. Welcome. <laughs> thank you. So great to see you. Uh-huh. And I started to walk away, and then he's like, so that is a very nice house. Uh-huh. Oh, well, thank you. I, I'm actually kind of new to it. I just moved in, and that is all her. Yeah. And he's like, also, we're, we're both new to the neighborhood. That is correct. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Another awkward moment. See, I need to send Jacob with you on runs like that because he'll make it really interesting because he'll just walk right into the house and start walking into every room. (laughs) Oh, that's great. And opening every door and seeing what leads to where and what's in where. (laughs) <laughs> he, right. wants a, he wants a tour. He wants to see what's going on And then you can dip inside. out the front door while yeah, Jacob's inside. Exactly. I have to tell you, <laughs> you know, there was probably about a week between the time that they left their care package oh, and, and yeah. I went over there with ours. So that was another thing. Like, not only did we not make the first move, but we were a little late, a little late in late responding. In so we probably should have been quicker. But it's funny because the time in between... Every time I would drive by there, if I saw the guy outside, I would go out of my way to wave and smile. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he even called me out. He was like, hey, do you drive that black car? Because I think I saw you the other day. Were you waving at me? I'm like, yeah, that was me. That's hilarious. <laughs> I like that you you're have not a, a waver. Yeah. You're not, not a waver. Right. You're an avoid eye contactor. Totally. <laughs> That's awesome. Look at you evolving right on into suburbia. <laughs> so then I... Seriously. All right. Well, listen, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I just wanted to say welcome to the neighborhood and thank you so much for the care package. And and bye-bye now. I honest to God didn't know what else to say. And I started to walk away and he was nice. And then I kind of felt like I went, did I come off as like, did I come off as like really uncomfortable? Like I couldn't get out of there fast enough because now that I'm walking away, I feel like I just sort of. You were, it was maybe awkward. Yeah. and go. A little hasty. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I wonder if he's now thinking, oh, they just did this out of, out of obligation. You know, the guy couldn't have gotten out of here faster. But the, on the other hand, like, it's not like he invited me in and had me stay a while. So. Right. Thankfully he probably for that, was right? just as awkward as you, <laughs> Jeff. Like, guys, when they meet the first time, are kind of like that. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, good, great. Yeah. All right, that's yeah. done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he right. probably felt the same way. But... I, I think we're going to like these neighbors because, you know, they moved in and not that the house was in rough shape or anything before, but this guy's really like taking care of his yard and he's out there every day and looks like Mm -hmm. they bought some new furniture. So they're going to stay a while, you know, all the signs that they're really committed to not just living there, but really living there and doing their part to keep the neighborhood beautiful and all that. And they do seem like really nice people. So. Good. Yeah. Good. That's good news. Wonderful. I'm just bad at introductions. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but I've heard you in conversations, like when you get when you get out of them, you just said exactly what you say to get out of it. Like, so, all right, this was good. And then you just leave. Like, you do that all the time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He does the nod. Yeah. Okay. okay. And that's kind of like your way of dismissing yourself from the situation. Yeah. That's the sign that it's over. It's yeah. Done. We're done here. Okay. I'm done talking. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else for you. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I may be dismissed. Yep. Yes. You do that. Can I go now? Chris is great at the introductions, but is horrible at the exit. I'm great at the exit, but he has no idea that I'm creating the exit. So I like it's like volleyball. Like I serve it up like, man, that was our that was our exit strategy. Yeah. yeah. And first he's just out, like, dude. First out. He didn't even know I was doing it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, now I got to say that again. And it's going to sound stupid. 
Now that you <laughs> mentioned that, I think Scott's kind of the same way. Yeah, it's great. To, well, great catching up. Where I and I will I'm like so look at anything. him and give him the eyeball. Like that. Like when I look at you guys and I go like this and turn my finger, like wrap it up because we have to go to break. I'll look at him and I'll be like, mm-hmm, mm. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. like and wrap that's what's out of here is we're like kind of professionally trained to end conversations. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, I mean, we, you know, we've got, this, right. you know, we've got. Because we're I, always up against a break. Right. We'll just and get time <laughs> checks and conversations. Yes, yeah. that's a great yeah. idea, Tim. Yeah, next time you're at a party, I'll just be like, I'm ready to go. I'll be like, ten fifty four, cloudy tonight, sunshine tomorrow. We'll be back in a minute. We'll see you next time. No, we'll see you next time. See you. Talk to you tomorrow. That's a great idea. I've done that. Like when we're out dinner with friends, and I got to use the restroom, I will literally say, "All right, well, I'm going to take a break right here. I'm going to use the restroom, (laughs) and I will be right back after this. Stay with me." Works every time. Great. I'm going to use that the next time I'm over this guy's house. I'm going to take a break right here. But I'll be back in a couple of more months I just to check in and see how y'all are doing. Oh, and again, once again, welcome to the neighborhood. It's good that's to have amazing. you. amazing. I can't wait to hear your patio stories with these people. I know. The I weather, bet, bet, wa- weather is warm. Is. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to have them over. And, uh, yeah, no, no, no. You have bit. to go to their house. Oh. You're already messing that up. Because I if am? something happens and you don't mesh well with them, you just go, all right, well, we got to go. And then you could just leave to your oh, house. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got a long drive back. If they come over your house, <laughs> there's an odd that they might belly up and hang out there for a while. Mm. So you got to be like, let's go. I oh, know. I mean, I kind of like, the, I think I think we're going to really like these people. Or at least I think I'm going to really like this guy because he's a man of few words. So we're going to get along great. Yeah. Do they drink? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. We'll see. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, so we were having a conversation yesterday in our meeting about, you know, getting back out there, going back out in public. Is it mm-hmm. time yet? Is it safe? Is it smart? Yeah. Is it the right thing to do? And Patty made the observation, and I 100% agree with her. It feels to me, when I'm out and about, that the world is as normal as it's ever been. Yes, people are wearing masks, but other than that, do you feel like you know, the number of people, like the volume, that there's as many people at the store, at the mall, at the restaurant? To me, yes. We were yeah. out late yesterday afternoon. We hit rush hour traffic everywhere we turn, yeah. and lots of it. We live very close to Kenwood Mall. I drive by it multiple times a day, every mm-hmm. day. It it looks like Christmas shopping season yeah. to me. Yeah. So when people talk about... Getting back out in into the public, going back out for the first time since the shutdown. I'm like, who is still hunkered down in their house? Are there people? Is yes. there a large percentage of people yeah. who have not left their house since this started? Not a large, but there's a significant amount. I mean, we know a few. Mm-hmm. I know Same. a few. What about people that have the immune compromised children? Like, remember Certainly. that one listener called that one time and was telling us about it? Yes, and I fully acknowledge that there are people with comp- compromised immune systems or people with underlying health conditions that cannot. But Mm -hmm. outside of those groups is what I'm talking about. 15% of people, according to this survey, say they've already picked out what they're going to wear (laughs) the first time they go out after the pandemic. Like the first day of school. Didn't I always had that? We'd go clothes shopping, you know, a couple of weeks before school started. And I was always pick out my favorite outfit out of everything that we bought for the new school year and be so excited. That's my first day of school outfit. Yes. 
So for those people who are still hunkered down, uh-huh. they're 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 dreaming of that day when they're going to go out in public for the first time. They got an outfit picked out and everything. That includes twenty one percent of men and nine percent of women. Isn't that interesting? That men have yeah. already got their outfit. More men have their outfit picked That's out than great. women do. Uh, the survey also found twenty two percent of people have tried on their nice clothes during quarantine to make sure everything still fits, <laughs> and nineteen percent have actually gotten dressed up. Quote for no good reason other than just to hang out, feel good. We you know, we went to some speak. friend's house the other night because we were doing that. I told you we did that Zoom class for that Top Chef the pasta pasta lesson, and Chris got all jazzed up, and I just had a hoodie and some sweatpants on, and he's like, "That's what you're wearing." I'm like, "We're just gonna sit in a kitchen and cook." Like, what? Right. He's like, "But this is a special occasion," and so we. I, I got there, and I, of course, I changed. I put jeans on, and I get there, and there everyone was dressed up. Oh, I know. That. And then they said, did you bring your sweatpants? And I was like, they're in the car. <laughs> <laughs> they know you. <laughs> yeah, they're in the car. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Pop quiz. What can you buy for three ninety nine? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.